News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, three Just Stop Oil environmental activists have been arrested after two protests disrupted the tennis at Wimbledon yesterday. And Emma DeSarum, the Just Stop Oil campaigner, is with us now. Um, Emma, this is a, one of a sort of a string of protests at, at high profile events that, that your organisation um, has, has, I suppose, engaged with. Um, is it working? Yeah, no, thank you for having me on this morning. Um, And yeah, it is working. I mean, all of the major political parties in the UK, apart from the Conservatives, um, endorse our demand of no new oil and gas. Um, You know, like the demand isn't actually that radical, but we are pushing for the government to... Well, that's two parties and they're the opposition. So it's a lot easier for them, isn't it, in fairness? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, But, you know, and it's not just like the political parties you know, endorsing our demand. We've got the United Nations, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, all of like the major, um, like credible scientific institutions are endorsing our demand. Okay. And and many people would would be concerned about climate issues and about climate change and, and all of that. Is there though a danger? Because certainly there is a backlash against you guys as well. There are lots of people who give out about what you're doing. Is there a danger of you not bringing people with you, that you are alienating some people who might be otherwise perhaps, uh, I suppose, open to your message because people don't like your your methods? Yeah, no, and of course, and it is like a really... um you know, it's a, it's a reasonable question. Why do we have to disrupt people? Um, but unfortunately, civil resistance has always been unpopular and disruptive. Like, look at the suffragettes, look at the civil rights movement. Like, it's no different from that. Um, and we are going to have to, in the short term, be unpopular. But we are willing to do that because, you know, what the government is doing right now is leading us all to the cliff edge of extinction. Um, so, and, and why you know, do you think... Emma, that the government would want to lead us all to the cliff edge of extinction. Is it not possibly the case, I'm just putting it out there, that that the government is trying to balance needs, that, 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 you know, degrowth in the economy will create massive unemployment, massive poverty, um, food shortages, energy crises, those types of things. Do they not have to balance needs and balance the needs of, say, Britain and the UK against... The, the backdrop of global emissions. Do, do, do you know what I'm asking you? Um, well, I mean, why would they do it? I mean, it's for it's for money, isn't it? Really, um, that that's it. It's the short termism which doesn't really benefit anyone. And like, you know, you mentioned like food shortages. You know, in 2020, because of the drought due to the climate crisis, wheat production was down by 40. percent And what we're talking about is. You know, and it's fair to say that the wheat production about... part of the drop in wheat production was because of the Ukraine war, though, in fairness, because they were one of the biggest grain producers in the world. I mean, the climate crisis is the biggest threat to human health. Like that, that's the thing. Like all of these crises are so interconnected. They are. And, you, and, and, and you're 100 percent right. And I'm not I'm, I'm no way trying to deny the climate crisis because yeah, I absolutely accept what you're saying. Mm. But one of the other massive risks to health, to, to population health is poverty. And if too radical a change is brought into, for example, Western economies, you will see a spike in poverty that will affect people. It isn't a simple or a simplistic sort of a problem to deal with, I suppose, is what I'm, I'm, I'm getting at. I mean, 
I would I would disagree I would have to disagree. I you know, we need to turn off the taps of the fossil fuel economy, like everything else, you know, that we're doing to alleviate the impacts of the climate crisis is kind of, you know, we need to stop it at its source, which is fossil fuels, which is new oil and gas. And, you know, this is a global issue. It is. Um, and, you know, and, and I was going to ask you year, about a global least, issue, because mm. that's kind of, I suspect, the, the the head of the pin that, say, the UK government, let's just talk about, because we're talking about what's happening in the UK, is dancing on, that the UK could impoverish its own economy by, by taking radical steps to address climate crisis, but actually global emissions would drop very little because of what's going on elsewhere in the world. So so basically they would be stepping up and being best boys or girls in class, make a limited impact on global emissions and and potentially damage their own economy. Do you see that as, as a dilemma for Western governments? I mean, this isn't about the economy. This is literally life or death. Like people around That's the world. That's very emotive, are, but it is also about the economy because you cannot discount the ability or the need for people to be able to put food on their tables. And that is related to the economy in the same way it's related to climate change, too. But but there are more there is more than one issue in the world that needs to be dealt with at the same time. And, you know, the climate crisis is going to only emphasize like all of the issues and make them so much worse. And, you know, it, it's very easy to kind of talk about this in kind of like a very black and white kind of way, like, oh, it's the economy or it's the environment. And actually, they're all so... They are. And that's, but that's what I'm trying to say to you, that, that it's about balancing the needs of the two, even though it would be nice to be able to say, well, we'll just focus on, on the climate and not worry about the fallout from just focusing. Uh, can I put to you a text that's come in, if you don't, if you don't mind, Emma? Of course. Donald yeah, has course. texted to say, just stop oil has succeeded in turning people off their agenda um, why don't they protest in Saudi Arabia or Russia about oil? And that's what he said. Now, that's a bit of whataboutery, as we as we say in this country. But you see what people are saying. Yeah, no. And, um, you know, this isn't this isn't about like what are we going to do first? Are we going to address like poverty or are we can address the climate crisis? Like we need to address them all together. And, you know, I'm 22 and I don't want to have, you know, we don't want to have to be disrupting people. I don't want to be spending like my time kind of disrupting ordinary people. But this is the only way that we are going to make change. And I have like full belief that, you know, all right. without. without so can we expect we more of the same? The, the World Cup, uh, the Rugby World Cup, things like that. Will we will we see you guys out in force? We will continue Watch to do space. whatever is necessary. All right. Look, um, Emma, yeah. thank you for coming on and speaking to me this morning. I do appreciate it. That is Emma Desarum there, Just Stop Oil Campaigner. Let us know what you think. The climate crisis can't be denied. There is an issue there that needs to be dealt with. There is a lot of balance to be struck, I personally believe, despite what maybe other people believe. Is there a method? We, everyone keeps talking about the suffragettes, much to my disgust, because it's a very good argument. Um, but it, are they getting it right? They're keeping it on the agenda. They're highlighting it. They're discombobulating some people, but maybe that needs to happen. Or are they a nuisance and just uh, attention seeking? Let us know what you think. 087 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.